Hello, everyone. Welcome to the In the Flat podcast. This is our next edition of our recruiting podcast. Uh, last week's mini pod did pretty well numbers. We had a lot of positive feedback on it. So we're going to continue to do it. Uh, continue to just give us feedback and ask your questions. And we'll continue to update this podcast and give you what you want in the recruiting side of college football. So what's first? We'll start with some um, any prominent flips that I saw this week. So um, the, the biggest flip uh, is three-star 2023 offensive lineman Joshua Miller, who today flipped from Penn State to Georgia. He had been committed since December of last year. Um, he really seems to be a strong physical competitor. Um, I think he's probably going to need a little bit more development. I'm actually surprised that Georgia offered it. I, you know, looking at it, they can usually get pretty good in-state local um, linemen or, or around the area. So um, I, I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Joshua Miller here and um, how they develop him. But he is a beast, so if they, they probably see something in him that they can develop for the next couple of years and really become a star for that offensive line. Um, next up, let's stay in the South. Let's talk about Clemson. So they had a recent commitment from uh, a 2023 linebacker, Jamal Anderson. He's the son of the former NFL running back of the same name, Jamal Anderson. He's a top 150 type player. He's a four-star out of Georgia, which is obviously normally one of the better areas for high school football. He stands at 6'4", 202 pounds, a really nice physical player. Uh, I think, you know, he's going to fit right in with that um, Clemson DNA of that, that culture of that defense. And I expect he'll probably get a good amount of playing time as a freshman and probably take over the starting job by his sophomore year. Uh, at least, the, you know, his development pans out as it should. Um, talk about a few different commitments coming up this week before we dive into the recruiting weekends. So we have 2023 high four-star defensive lineman Vic Burley will announce his commitment this Wednesday, June 15th. The finalists for him are Clemson, Georgia, Michigan State, and Tennessee. He's a he's a beast. He's six foot five, two hundred sixty five pounds, eighty one inch wingspan. This guy is just is enormous. He can play either the end position or the four technique. He has a good first step, a really good explosion off the off the block, and um, you know, great at the pad level. Good athlete. Played a little bit of tight end in, in high school as well. So um, you know, looking at the the favorites there, I haven't really seen anybody stick out too much. I'm thinking Clemson uh, or Georgia here, but you can't rule out Tennessee, obviously. I, I do think he stays down south, um, but he could surprise us going to Michigan State. You know, I haven't seen um, this play out one way or the other here, but we'll see how it goes on um, Wednesday. Another one is elite 2023 five-star quarterback type, Jaden Rashada, who plans to announce his commitment this week. His finalists uh, are Florida, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and potentially Miami. Um, if I were to predict here, I would probably say Florida or Texas A&M. When he originally announced his top seven um, last month, Florida wasn't even in the mix, but they reached out and offered him, and they've been in play ever since. He's visited him a couple times. Seems to be really in love with that coaching staff, so I, I would tend to kind of lean on Florida here, but you can never count out Texas A&M, you know, with, don't want to say NIL deals, but they have a lot of NIL deals, and um, it's a attractive place to play for college players right now. So, um, you know, I would pick your Florida Texas and will be the pick there, but it could be a surprise. Um, let's talk about some of the recruiting weekends. We, um, there was a bunch of those this weekend. I'll try to focus in since we have limited time here on, you know, some of the more prominent 
um, recruiting weekends. And we'll start with Michigan LSU, um, both very similar, where we don't have any commitments coming out of those weekends, but I think they put themselves in a better position for certain players. So for LSU, I think they're, they're continuing to go after some good four- and five-star level talent. Um, some players they're in a good spot for after this weekend would be um, Edge, Jay and Wayne. That's going to be a tough battle. There's a lot of teams in, in play for Jay and Wade. I would say Miami's probably the favorite, but um, they definitely, you know, LSU put themselves in good favors with him this weekend. You have defensive lineman Kendrick Gilbert out of Indianapolis, um, four-star type that Brian Kelly probably knows from his time at Notre Dame. Uh, I think he's a good player. I just, yeah, I think, I think honestly he's more in a three-star range for me after as watch his tape. But um, he could definitely, you know, I think if if pushed, I think he might be able to, LSU might be able to re- reach him and get him on board there. Uh, so number ones I see is Edge Joshua Mickens, defensive lineman Darren Reed, linebacker Wheat. I think that's Wit Weeks and wide receiver Kyle Parker. So all those are in good spots. Had a lot of positive things coming out this weekend. Obviously, there's a lot of recruiting weekends, so you may have a lot of positive things to say this week and then go somewhere else, get blown away. So there's no guarantee that all these players will sign with LSU, but they're LSU put themselves in a much better standing. I think, you know, it's one thing Brian Kelly did well with recruiting was he, he put together some pretty good recruiting weekends at Notre Dame where he struggled a bit was closing on the really big elite talent after those weekends. So, you know, like the Jaden Wayne's of the world, you know, for them, the LSU to land them, they're really going to need Brian Kelly to, to step out of his recruiting comfort zone and push for him. So we'll see if that happens. Um, let's talk about Michigan a bit. Uh, so Michigan, you know, I see them going for more of the three-star, low four-star type. Um, so, and I think that's probably, you know, they do a really good job of developing talent and taking those three stars and building them into like a four-star level talent. But if I think if Michigan wants to take that next step, they, they nearly need to start focusing more on the four-star, five-star type players in Ohio, Michigan, and surrounding areas and really try to push for those. They're really losing a lot of those battles right now. But, um, you know, some positives coming out of this weekend. Aaron Gates, who is a four-star defensive back who is committed to Florida, visited Michigan again. This is the second time. I, I find it hard. I mean, that Florida has a lot of momentum with the defensive backs right now. I see. I find it hard that he would leave that and go to Michigan. But, you know, John Jim Harbaugh does a pretty good job as far as luring some of those defensive players. So we'll see if he gets this one done. Um, but I tend to think he's probably going to stay with Florida. But where they did put themselves in good positions for is a, a few different uh, players. Offensive tackle Logan Howland, offensive tackle Christopher Tarek, Defensive lineman Mikhail Gardner, defensive lineman Keenan McDonald, and linebacker Samaji Bridgman. So I see all those guys as potentially going to Michigan. Um, they seem really positive coming out of those, those visits. And so I think they'll probably be filling up that, that Michigan commitment roster here pretty soon. Um, another big one was Notre Dame. They continue just to really do um, a good job. They they obviously, I'll talk about some of the commitments, but they obviously had uh, C.J. Carr, uh, the quarterback committed. Uh, committed there and then a couple other commitments after that um, but talking about this weekend in particular they, they they were able to press some of the top talent in the country they had number one safety in the country commit um, it's Caleb Downs from Georgia they're battling OSU um, Ohio State Alabama and Georgia it's gonna be a uphill battle but you know for what I'm reading it seems like their battle is gonna be more with Ohio State than is Alabama and Georgia if that's the case I think this is one that Notre Dame can win um, just because I thought it would be too hard of a pull to pull him from the South. But if he's willing to leave, I think, you know, with Marcus Freeman there, they, they, they could definitely put up a battle. I ultimately feel like he's going to end up at Georgia or Alabama, but you, you just you just never know with these situations. If he wants to leave, 
then I think, you know, Ohio State and Notre Dame have a good shot there. Um, they also, Notre Dame got in top tier um, linebacker, a five-star Jaden Osbury. Um, you know, I think a lot of people just thought this was a foregone conclusion. He was in the South LSU. Um, his, his dad works for LSU, a lot of history with that program. His brother goes to Auburn, so that was another one people fought. But really, out of this weekend, it seems like the favorite is Notre Dame to sign him. Um, they're in a good spot for him, and he this is, you know, third or fourth visit. I think he really is in love with Notre Dame, so I could see him ending up there. Um, another one is top defensive lineman Jason Moore. He um, really is down to Penn State, Michigan, and Notre Dame, I would say, are his top three choices. There may be some other teams that sneak in there, but those are the top three. I think Notre Dame ultimately pulls this one out. If they were to lose anybody, I would say it's Penn State. Those are kind of the top two I see there. Um, another one they had out was um, a defensive back, Makaya Tease. I, I will say, you know, with Tease, if he wanted to play defensive back, I think he would go to Notre Dame. But for everything that I've read, it seems like he really wants to be a wide receiver, really wants to play offense in college. And because of that, I think he ultimately ends up in Oklahoma, who was offering that. Honestly, if I'm a college, I want to—I don't want to say I would be, you know, lying to the student, but I'll say I'll give you a shot. If you think you can play wide receiver, we'll give you a shot that first year. If it's not working out, where we want to move you to defensive back, as long as he's okay with that, you know, that plan in play, then I would do that because I feel like. If he, you know, from what the coaches and everybody's saying, he's better on defensive back, he'll see that in college. That's where he'll make his money. And I think, um, you know, but we'll see. If he wants to pay wide receiver, I think he'll ultimately end up in a place like Oklahoma or uh, potentially Michigan. Um, another one is athlete um, Ronan Hathafin. He um, out of Massachusetts, and I feel he's been offered by everybody from Georgia, Alabama, and everybody around. But I feel like Notre Dame offered him early and has been on early, and I think they'll close a the deal and get him on board here. Um, then let's talk about the those that recruitment I mentioned earlier. Um, quarterback CJ Carr, um, obviously the grandson of Lloyd Carr. His dad Jason um, played, um, you know, as a quarterback at Michigan as well. So everybody just assumed he would go to Michigan. But listening to the the stories that were written and um, told, you know, he just wanted to, he didn't want to stay home. I mean, he thought it was crazy that his dad, you know, grew up in Ann Arbor, went to school in Ann Arbor, and still stayed in Ann Arbor. He just he wants to go out and explore and see the world a little more. Um, he's staying close enough for his family can visit, but he really felt in love with Marcus Freeman and the Notre Dame coaching staff and what they're you know what they're saying about what the future of the program looks like and where he fits in on that. So this is a huge pickup for Notre Dame. He's a five star talent. I think he's the top twenty player in the country in twenty twenty four. There's there's thoughts that he may even reclassify to twenty twenty three. So obviously, if you listen to our main podcast, I mentioned his name a couple of times, but Dante Moore is the other 2023 quarterback that Notre Dame has been going after. Both of these quarterbacks are in the Michigan area, know each other well. There's been rumors that they don't want to play on the same team out of respect, it seems like. Not that they, they don't like each other, but they just they respect each other and they want to keep that, that distance. Um, so what I'm thinking is Notre Dame will continue to they recruit Dante Moore. But if they lose out on him, I think they're going to have C.J. Carr reclassified to 2023 and then, then work on 2024 quarterback for the future. But anyway, if you're an Dame fan, you got to be happy you have your future at the quarterback position. As it's been difficult to get those five-star quarterbacks at Notre Dame, but it's, you have one pulled in, so that's good. And then they had, um, I think, Elijah Page, the um, offensive lineman who four-star that, that committed to Notre Dame over the last week as well. So they continue to be the number one um, team in the recruiting standings for 2023 they're number two in the 2024 center so continue to do great work there on their name side and there's one more recruiting note I, I forgot to mention earlier but we have um 
Uh, we mentioned Cincinnati a lot last week, but they got another recruitment. So I think they're 11th in, in over a week. Um, that is defensive back uh, Mari Stonen out of Michigan. He's six free. Seems like a really good, versatile player. Plays baseball, football. Um, I think he's good. He'll need some development. So I think he probably needs a couple years of development. But I think Cincinnati that staff will know how to take him and win with him and develop him the right way. So it should be a good landing spot for him, I think. Uh, but that's it as far as the top recruiting news coming out this weekend. Obviously, we'll keep you informed on anything that we have upcoming. Um, if we see any commitments that, you know, five-star level commitments that we need to do emergency pod on, we'll definitely do that. But if you have any questions on recruiting, why does to talk about anything in particular, deep dive into a particular team's recruiting, please let us know and we could definitely do that. Um, in the meantime, we'll see you next week on this podcast and see you later this week on the main In the Flat podcast. All right, guys, talk to you soon.